Welcome to NFL Talking Points, the Thanksgiving special. Uh, we're going to quickly go through every single game from week 11, and then we're going to preview every single game for week 12. So it's it's special because Adam's now back from his bye weeks. Um, <laughs> you know, we had, we had a team bye week and then a bye week last week. Me and Brad stepped in probably the best ever podcast I've ever done. Um, uh, and yeah, here, and here we are. Uh, the dream team, A and J, back together uh, on NFL Talking Points. So we're going to give ourselves five minutes. I'm going to put a timer on as well so you can just skip forward it. So if you don't want to listen to any reviews, just fast forward about, well, literally five minutes when I say go, and then we'll be on, on to the previews for Thanksgiving. That's how we I love run. the disclaimer. <laughs> exactly, yeah. If you're not here for the reviews, if you want to hear us uh, talk about Falcons, uh, then you are good. Right. Uh, five minutes start from now. So week 11 start with Thursday night football. Patriots won 25 nil. As a Patriots fan, you're pretty happy, aren't you now? Yeah, I think you have to be happy just for the fact that we're going to the, we're undefeated on the road and going to places that should be difficult and the defence just can't get beaten. And the Falcons were dreadful. First shut out home since 1988 and they're a team in real trouble. But ex- excellent nude. On a short week for the Patriots. We move on to Sunday early games. We've got the uh, New Orleans Saints. They play the Philadelphia Eagles. They lost 40 29 to a Jalen Hurts masterclass. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, well, off show, three rushing touchdowns for uh, big boy Jalen. Um, I did also quote uh, myself about three weeks ago saying the Eagles won't win many games. Put my hands up. I didn't look at your schedule. That's my bad. You're going to win about four more games, get in the playoffs, and then get stuffed by an actual good team. So, stuff. Yeah. Thanksgiving, lovely. Uh, Very good. <laughs> next, AFC East battle: Miami Dolphins beat the Jets twenty-four seventeen. Don't need to talk about that, do we? No. Thank God for that. Uh, next, uh, Washington beat my Carolina Panthers twenty-seven twenty-one. Do you want to talk about, about that? that? No, no, that's all good. Nah, Boogie, good. Um, Boogie, fantastic. As I, you know, as I said again, previous show, uh, one hundred twenty-two passer rating, uh, second best ever of his career. Uh, actually, joint with the last game of the season from last year against the Jets where he just balled out uh, for the New England Patriots. Uh, fortunately, uh, defence and us not being able to convert third downs let us down uh, against uh, the mighty Taylor Heineke and uh, Ron Riverboat, uh, Ron Vera, uh, obviously. Shout out to Taylor Heineke, who I think we all know won't play that good again, but still had to make the throw and he delivered when he was called upon. And I thought it was actually a really good standard game, but I think you have to say, just because how good Heineke was, Washington maybe just deserved it in the end. Colts definitely deserved against Buffalo Bills. They trounced the second place AFC East uh, team, Buffalo Bills, 41 15, which obviously means the New England Patriots are back. Uh, they are inevitable, um, sort of like the fart that just won't disappear. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 41 15. It was an amazing game for uh, Jonathan Taylor. Thank you for my fantasy, but shocking for, again from the Buffalo Bills. And I think that what a lot, what a lot of us are thinking had the Bills uh, been exposed and last few weeks it certainly doesn't look good, especially after that Jacksonville performance as well. But Jonathan Taylor, I think, as discussed, has certainly got to be in the MVP conversation when he's just dominating rush defenses. But credit to the Colts O line again, they're giving him a platform to go and punch it in every time, aren't they? Ben? But what a magnificent win for the Colts, and they're now right in the hunt. They are right in the hunt, and uh, they will be chasing. We'll get to the Tennessee Lions, definitely. Uh, Detroit Lions played the Cleveland Clowns. Uh, Clowns won this one. Uh, sorry, the, the Lambs uh, lost against the Clowns, uh, 13-10. Nothing that needs to be said to that. Two minutes left of this five-minute review. D 
the 49ers defeat the Jacksonville Jaguars, obviously, because the Jaguars are absolutely useless. That one finished 30 10. Uh, Tennessee Titans, we'll give them a little bit more. We'll give them 30 seconds. They got um, the majority uh, of our listeners seem to be Titans fans as well. <laughs> they got humiliated uh, by the Houston Texans at home 22 13. I mean, yeah, who saw that coming? <laughs> no, it was a most staggering result. But then, if you're someone who pays attention like we're supposed to, You'll see that their defeat also came, other defeat also came against a really poor team in the New York Jets. So maybe they just can't handle poor teams. So, from a Patriots point of view, I'm a bit worried now. <laughs> yeah, no, well, you, I think you'll be fine. But it's, it, I'd say, from an analytical point of view, it's just turnovers, weren't it? They made too many mistakes. But the Texans, are, with Tyra Taylor back at quarterback, were efficient, weren't they? Very, very good. Tyra Taylor has actually been, I think he's played quite well this year, obviously, minus the. Uh, a 20 week injury seems to have every single time he gets close to a starting gig. Um, Green Bay lost against a NFC North opponent for the first time uh, under Matt LaFleur. 34 31, um, not over time, two seconds remaining. Uh, Joseph straight through the uprights, and the Vikings are slowly becoming the team that they should be a playoff challenging or at least an NFC North challenging um, team as well. So good win yeah, for good them. Good for Kirk Cousins to get over the line in. A big matchup, especially against Green Bay with the Vikings' yeah. shocking record. So it was an excellent game, and I expect both of them to be in the playoffs this season. Yeah, if if he was on, if that was that game was on prime time, obviously Rogers would have beaten, um, <laughs> would have beaten him. Uh, we're going to go over five minutes, so I do apologise. That was twenty seconds left, so we got how many games left? Though? Five games left. We'll settle for know. six again. No, seven. Yeah, we, we we were close. We were close. Um, we tried. The remaining ones, uh, we'll just smash her as well. Baltimore Ravens travel to the uh, Bears. They won this one 16-13. You're thinking Andy Downton, launch it down the field. Bears are in front. Uh, absolute scenes if you're an AFC uh, supporter of any team chasing the Ravens. Um, and then, no, Tyler Huntley, who, again, no one's really heard of, um, just marched down the field, connected with Mark Andrews pretty much the whole game. And they won this one 16-13. So a good yeah. result for uh, for the Baltimore Ravens without Lamar yeah, Jackson sure. as well. Without Lamar, yeah, I couldn't add any more to that. Uh, Las Vegas uh, Raiders, they've got L in their name, and that's another one that's through on the trot for them. They lost against the Bengals, thirty-two thirteen. Um, they it looked very tight first quarter. Uh, Raiders defense were making some good plays, stopped Bengals really performing. Um, and then they just gave up and the Bengals just ran through them 32-13. I don't really know what the Bengals are this season. I don't know if they are meant to be good or... Just inconsistent, aren't they? That's the whole of the NFL is inconsistent because nothing makes sense. Uh, <laughs> Colt McCoy... <laughs> no, go on, go on. <laughs> No, just very quickly, just from a Raiders point of view, I think their season's totally fell apart, especially with yeah. the off-the-field incidents now on the field. It's just, it's just a mess, and it? I think they're the most... Disarray franchise out of the 32 at the moment. Arizona Cardinals uh, played the, the Seahawks in the uh, let's see, West Clash. Uh, Cardinals won this one 23-13. Seahawks season over. It's the first time Russell Wilson has lost uh, three back-to-back games uh, for the Seahawks uh, franchise. Yeah, 23-13. Colt McCoy goes from being absolutely useless. Uh, sorry, being brilliant against the 49ers, useless against the Panthers. Now, amazingly, he can throw a ball again, uh, which he couldn't do last week. Um, the most disappointing game uh, of the weekend. Cowboys travelled to the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, that was a shocking game. That was, that was Sunday afternoon. Yeah, it was the yeah. 925, whatever. Yeah, 19-9 to the Chiefs. Um, expected, 
I mean, we expected both these teams to be balling out on offense. When you go through the list of each team's offense, but it was the defense that um, yeah. took center stage really in in that game. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, and then you got Cowboys fans making excuses or CD Lamb going out early and then no Amari Cooper. But the fact is, I think Dak Prescott couldn't find uh, uh, any any receiver. You've seen ghosts every time the Chiefs defense was blitzing. It was a disaster as a performance, and I think a real eye opener for Cowboys fans. Yeah, it's equally it couldn't even run a bath, let alone actually run some yards. Um, <laughs> Sunday night football, we had Brad's Chargers. They welcomed Pittsburgh Steelers 41-37 this finish. Probably one of the best Sunday night footballs I think that's actually happened this season. It included Big Ben throwing the ball uh, down the field. I mean, there's one where he like, threw it behind his man over and over again, which was quite impressive uh, to be that bad, um, but still get 37 points. Chargers almost fell apart. Um, defensively, absolutely shambolic. Um, but they're lucky they've got the calibre of Justin Herbert, um, who this game was back to his best. I've you know, obviously two, three games have been very, very poor, to be honest. Yeah. No, yeah, couldn't agree more. Uh, Monday night football, uh, Giants took on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Tom Brady managed to fake someone and run uh, about 10, 15 yards. Um, and that's on the game up. The Buccaneers eased this one 30 10. He did have an interception because Mike Evans decided to just toss it up in the air. Um, on the five-yard line, let the Bucks uh, score. Uh, sorry, let the Giants score, and that was as good as it got for them. Uh, Saquon Barkley was uh, useless, um, and the stat is that Baker Mayfield actually has more rushing yards um, and touchdowns than Saquon Barkley does. Wow! So what a way to feed your reviews. So that is all of the reviews. Apologies if that was more than five minutes. I know it was. It was about ten. Um, but is that what it was? <laughs> No, nah, it was about seven and a half. Um, but, you know, that's it. Right. Ah, okay. Back to... <laughs> Here we go. So, the, welcome to the preview show. <laughs> it's, gonna be, it's, gonna be, it's the same show. We're not going to edit it like that. Um, week 12, uh, fascinating. It's Thanksgiving. Two teams on by uh, Arizona Cardinals and Kansas City Chiefs. They can put their feet up and enjoy a wonderful Thursday, 25th November set of games. We start with, wow, what a game. What a treat. What a Thanksgiving treat. 5.30pm UK time. We have got the Chicago Bears travelling to the Detroit Lions. Wow. Um, I mean, what? Wow. I can't wait. Um, obviously, I'm not working this week because I, I just love these games. I just want to have the whole day off so I can watch them. Um, <laughs> but for you, I mean, you get to turn your TV on, and yes, it's the Bears against the Lions. So literally, the first thing I'll see when I finish work <laughs> is Bears Lions. It's just yeah. incredible, and, and I think that this is the thing, right, that we seem to get because they're two teams that have been so bad for so long. You just forget that obviously they've been in the same division; they're going to face each other twice every season. But it's a shock that somehow they could draw each other. I can't put my finger on it, but. Yeah, this is a really tough one to call because the Lions are just the Lions. I mean, they've somehow got a tie this season. Shame on Pittsburgh for allowing that to happen. But then also, you look at how much of a mess the Chicago Bears are. None of the players want Matt Nagy in. I've gone for the Bears, but I can't really justify it. Just the fact that, as I said, I think actually Andy Dowell over Justin Fields is a plus with Fields keep getting injured. And I think Hopefully, from their point of view, if they use the Dave Montgomery more, hmm. not only would it good for like my fantasy, but I think that they'll give the Bears a rare win. So I've gone 27-24, but 
It could I've be anything. Gone, yeah, it, it literally all these games. You, there's going to be a massive theme throughout the whole of this week twelve. That we do not know who's going to win in any game, especially. I mean, we'll get to the Jets, the Texans, but like we have no idea what Bears are going to turn. We've got no ideas what lines are going to turn up. They've got one of the worst statistic quarterbacks ever. Um, I can't remember what his name is, but like. He is, I think he had like 11 touchdowns of 40 interceptions in college. And then he got brought into the NFL and thinking like, what is he doing here? So I, was like, I literally don't even know what his name is. And, and the I Browns thought, straight past that last no, week. No wonder why Jared Goff's position is never in doubt. When you look at that guy training, you think, oh, he's found a defensive back again. Oh, that's, what a player. <laughs> um, God knows what's going on at Detroit. I mean, yeah, poor Dan Campbell. But yeah, I've gone Bears, 17-14, um, low quality don't expect much from either team. Um, but again, could be anything. No yeah. idea. I think the only reason it is this on is because it's a Thanksgiving tradition, isn't it? With the Lions yeah. always being at home on Thanksgiving, which is unfortunate for all fans. I think especially Detroit fans because they want to actually enjoy their Thanksgiving, mm. don't they? Well, the Lions fans, they won't be there. They'll be at home uh, with their TVs <laughs> turned off. And next, we've got the uh, 9.30 p.m. UK time game. We've got the Las Vegas Raiders traveling to Dallas Cowboys and uh, them boys will be back uh, rolling. Um, I'm going to go 33-24 to the Cowboys. Again, who knows who's going to turn off on their offense, uh, but it's the Raiders. And the Raiders is the perfect time to play them because they're just, they've got nothing. I think I think Derek Carr said he's taking responsibility. I was like, well, great. You know, <laughs> He yeah, also needs a, he also he also needs a haircut, but that's just that's just for me saying. Yeah, but he's Lego haircut. It is no, it's grown. He's now got like a Lego fro, and it's just like it's just, <laughs> God knows. I literally I don't know what's going on the pitch, then what's going off the pitch, but I don't see the Raiders. I mean, I give them twenty four points because I'm I want Dave, I want Waller to get some fantasy points for me. Um, yeah. but that's it. But yeah, Cowboys. I can't see Cowboys not winning. No, I think especially back in the AT and T, and I think mm. that. The Raiders' defense, although they can make a couple of plays early on, I think they just won't put the pressure on that Prescott like that Chiefs defense did. And hopefully, from Dad's point of view, they get players back. But the Raiders, that threat they've got offensively, as we know, because of certain incidents, like it, it really look, looks like shallow now. And I think that apart from Dallas uh, Waller and then uh, Renfro in the slot, there just isn't much there. The run game with Jacobs and Drake just hasn't got going. So I think the Cowboys, it'll be normal to resume. But I, I believe it could be a performance of papers over the cracks. Yeah, I mean, we, we say they could win, but then they could do another Denver at home and get absolutely yeah. obliterated by Teddy Bridgewater. So again, you've got, we've got no idea who's good and who's <laughs> not in this season. This, this could this be season. actually our lowest scoring prediction week ever. Uh, five's the one to beat, isn't it? So if you get less than yeah, five, five, right? Five is still top. Yeah, five and I'm yeah, still still flying high. I'm uh, still getting, here. I'm still <laughs> I'm still here. I'm still I'm still relevant for now. Um, unless Bleach Report catches me, but we'll, we we shall see. Um, Thursday night football, we have got the uh, Buffalo Bills against the New Orleans Saints. I'd expect the Buffalo Bills to get back to business as usual, um, especially because the Saints got slapped with forty points against the Eagles. I don't really know what the Saints are anymore. Um, they always get up for the uh, Buccaneers game, no matter what. Um, and that's it. I've, so I've gone 35-24, yeah. but I think I've been quite generous. But then again, Buffalo, I've got no idea what you are anymore. <laughs> I've, I've got no idea. These, these two teams, again, not a clue. They could be both great on one day, then both lose to the Jaguars or, or lose to the Panthers or lose to 
Eagles, like it is embarrassing. I think two teams that we thought would be firm playoffs early season are really yeah. struggling. The Saints are more of a mess than the Bills, but the Bills, it's more offensively that I think is a big concern. I think that we're just not seeing the Josh Allen bombs that we're used to seeing. We're used to him firing it to Emmanuel Sanders, especially Stefan Diggs. I know he got the two touchdowns, but in the context of the game, meant nothing. So and in the dome as well, the Saints will be up for it because I think both teams have real weaknesses. But like you, I've gone for um, a Bills win. They should have enough 23-13. Moving on to the Sunday games. We've got the a brilliant game, to be fair, what, what it could be. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Indianapolis Colts. Um, I think I've probably been brainwashed by Jonathan Taylor in my fantasy team. Um, and I've gone for the Colts to win this one, 26-23. No reason behind it. Again, the Buccaneers could come here and score 40. Um, the Colts obviously went to Buffalo and scored 40. So, again, no idea. Um, but I've gone for the Colts. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's just too good right now. And I don't think that with all the injuries the Bucs have got on defence, I don't think they'll have enough to stop him. Um, so, yeah, 26-23 to the end of his Colts. But I think you've hit now on the head. Again, like this game could be anything. I've gone for 33-30 to the Colts. And early on in the season, they're no worried about the Bucks to lose. But we've got to remember they did lose back-to-back games before the bye week. And I think that the schedule was very generous and by giving them the New York Giants at home because the Giants were certainly making plays defensively, but their offense was just simply not good enough. They just keep giving Tampa Bay the ball back. But I feel like that when the Bucks face a really tough team, that they struggle. And I think they've got away with games as well, like the uh, Patriots one as well. They certainly got that. The one game Nick Fault was injured. But you just don't know. They could easily, with Gronk coming back, score 45 and make us look idiots. But I think surely, the, I, the, I think not hardly any defence can stop the Colts' run game now. So that's what yeah. I think that's the deciding factor. They've always had one of the best O-lines, especially with Andrew Luck, and they've built the O-line to be a proper one. And, you know, Carson Wentz, should utilise it more. But yeah, Jonathan Taylor, the amount of gaps that you get, he's able to find is uh, is scary. And as you, as you said in the uh, five-minute review, um, MVP so far this season for me. But um, we shall see. Uh, I can tell you for a fact there will not be an MVP from either of these two teams. <laughs> the, uh, the New York Jets travel to the Houston Texans in the uh, wooden spoon. Um, I'm saying that, and I keep forgetting about the Lions. Um, in in the sorry, well, from an AFC point of view, yeah, yeah, AFC wooden spoon. Um, and then again, Jaguars, but they could be be the Bills. Who knows? Who knows anymore? Yeah, Jets, Houston. Um, I've only backed Houston because of uh, Tyron Taylor. I've gone 17-13, low quality, low standard game. But again, Mike White could turn up and throw 10, 10 touchdowns, and everyone be like, he's amazing. You look at it though, and I think that. The, the Texans from that performance against the Titans will surely give them a lift. Or is it, have they just got up for it because it's an AFC South battle? It, like you say, it's such a bonkers couple of weeks. It really has been. But two poor teams that have got the odd bright spot. But generally speaking, as I say, I think that like, the four wins between them really speaks volumes. I guess it's one of them. You just back the home team. The, the I think the Texans got maybe less mistakes in them. That's all I can put it down to. And I trust Taylor more than I would White. So I've gone 24-21. Philadelphia Eagles are away at New York Giants. We do have some breaking news from the New York Giants. They have fired offensive coordinator Jason Garrett, um, obviously oh. former, former head coach of the uh, Dallas Cowboys. He's been there uh, coordinating for two seasons, um, and they only scored in 10 against the Buccaneers. They have uh, sacked him 
So that's two sackings in three years for Jason Garrett. <laughs> what a achievement. Career, career over. I've uh, got nothing really good to say about him. Uh, yeah, probably one of the best defensive uh, teams the Cowboys have seen for a while uh, in that Prescott's first year. Um, and they still did nothing. So congratulations. Uh, <laughs> what a legacy. What a legacy that he's left. And uh, he's taken over the Giants with uh, a running back who can't run because he's injured. And uh, Dan, uh, Danny Dimes, who is uh, better at catching than he is actually throwing. And that's not very good for a quarterback. So, but they're going to lose this game. Twenty-seven nineteen to the Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts. It will run all uh, all over them. Um, yeah, uh, Smith as well as receiver for the Eagles. Uh, Goddard, who got like a forty million pound contract extension, crazy for being a backup tight end. Um, but yeah, an easy win. Twenty-seven nineteen. The uh, the Eagles are on their way to the playoffs. Yeah. I think, as I say, the, the, the run game for Philadelphia is very, very strong. And especially that's what Jalen Hurts does. And I think it's difficult to cover once he gets going. We said he reminded me of quite a young Cam Newton. But as I say, to find in the end zone with ease, he's not like worried too much about his passing games. He knows he's finishing off drives. And that's all you care about. For nice. yeah. And I think we're, we're both looking at Jamie a bit uh, generous to the Giants. I mean, I've gone 34 24 to the Eagles. But I'm thinking, when are the Giants going to get 24? Points from. I wish I'd done a drunk prediction and just moved to two and just left it four. But I've got to sit by it. They're locked in, of course. But I mean, yeah, they, NFC they, battle. Eagles should win comfortably. You say that about scoring more than twenty-four points. They so scored more against the Carolina Panthers. Um, oh, they did. Yeah, I think they got twenty-five. Carolina Panthers travel to Miami Dolphins. Um, yeah. That's, that's it. That's what I've got ready for that. I've gone for the Dolphins. Uh, I've gone against my own team because I keep backing my team and they keep losing. And then when I don't back them, they win. Um, so I'm not backing them uh, this week. So did you back? Did you back the Panthers against the Patriots? No. And they still didn't win. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Um... It's fine. Uh, Cam Newton's obviously back. He's, already, he's played the whole of the AFC East obviously last season, so he knows what Dolphins are about. That's all the edge I've got, really, for that one. Um, to, he's uh, still back in the Dolphins? Yeah, 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 24-23. You can't be losing to the Dolphins, though, in this stage. We lost, to the, we lost to the Giants, we lost to Washington, we lost to the Eagles. That means we'll be 5-7. and seven. Oh, So here's the question. If you're 5-7 and seven with that defence and the players back, Matt Rule has got to go. Uh, Matt Rawls should go now. Uh, he got. Yeah. I don't say. I, I've, I've I've backed him to a, to an, to an extent. Um, I think getting out coached by Ron Rivera is the top of the embarrassment list. Um, <laughs> and I think Matt Rawls' time's done. I think he's had way too long. Um, he keeps saying he's put he's putting in place the championship winning sides. We we're gonna have three losing scenes on the trot if he doesn't go. Um, we've got the richest owner in the NFL in David Tepper. If we get a losing season. Matt Rule will not be there next season. David Tepper wants to win everything now. He's got all the money to do it. As I said, the richest only NFL. And yeah, Matt Rule won't be there if we are if we don't win. I think yeah, Matt Rule. I think he could go after this game if you don't beat Dolphins. With your start of the season, which seems to be keep uh, happening, as we've seen from various media outlets about the Panthers, they get would say at least win three out of their first four or five, and then just not back that up. And that is a real mentality issue that the head coach and uh, Matt Rule is not addressed and the, the, the talent is clearly there and should be doing much better as I say 
I think the Washington game would normally we'd say just be a one-off, but when you've been on a sort of fairly pretty much losing run like you have, and when you only see the Saints and Falcons being as bad as they are, it's a massive opportunity. It still is really a massive opportunity for a wild card spot. But I'm looking at the rest of the league, and I know this is not specifically previewed, but based on form, I never say this, but I actually think that a spot that the Panthers should have could be taken by the, uh, the San Francisco 49ers. I, I think I two wild totally spots agree. could go from yeah. the, uh, the West. I really do. Yeah, I think it will be... Um... Obviously, I think the Vikings and the 49ers will be taking the spots of the Saints and the and us. Um, but yeah, or, or the Eagles, because they've got a really easy run in. So I think it's yeah. it, it, it was five uh, into into two. It's now uh, three into two, because I, I don't count the Saints and, and Panthers in um, until Matt Rule goes. So yeah, 24-23. Um, so, so really, as well, because we know Miami took the frailties, but I say, barring the Baltimore game is that in TNF where Baltimore which is John Harper's fault he went up we weren't ready and I'm like how can you not be ready for TNF it's every team knows how to prepare for TNF yeah. well, you like to think so but Miami in general at home have not been good so it's an opportunity you think Panthers fans in Florida they expect performance and if they don't turn up again then I think yeah they've, they've got to pull the trigger now because 10 and 7 really is that it's what you need to be pretty certain of playoffs isn't it and then that would mean that you'd have you won't be able to lose another game if you lose on Sunday. Well, yeah, we've not had a winning season for about four years. So, um, when you when you actually do look at the stats of how bad we are, we've actually been really bad. Uh, mm. But again, Rich is only in the NFL. So, I mean, he he has shown in the past he doesn't mind cutting. I mean, he, Ron Rivera gone, Cam Newton gone. So, Cam Newton you bring back, but then you tickets <laughs> ticket sales and but Sam yeah. Donald or Cam Newton. Um, but Teddy Bridgewater gave him sixty million. Uh, dollar contract over three years, one season. You're not going. You're not going to win as a championship. You're gone. Sam Donald. Yeah. He's, we'll never yeah. see Sam Donald ever again. No. Um, it was nice while it lasted. He had a good little run, but yeah, ultimately yeah. not good enough. But as I say, to back to the predictions, I've, I actually disagree with you. I think the Panthers will win because I think Miami do have their frailty. But then when you've actually just described the situation, Carolina moment, <laughs> I really wish I could change my mind, but. Like the rules are the rules. I've got to back the, the Panthers. Nice day out in, um, as I say, in Florida. And you think Cam could take his little kid, uh, Christian McCaffrey, to uh, Disney World afterwards if it all goes well. Lovely family outing. Um, <laughs> next, uh, we'll switch to uh, to your team, another AFC East team, the New England Patriots take on the Tennessee Titans. I'm guessing this must be the Sky game, right, on the day? Oh, well, I'd, I'd I don't ex- know if they've... I don't, know if they've, yeah, I don't know if they announced it yet, but I mean, it's either Tampa Bay uh, or the Colts, or it's it's got to be this game. Um, by far, one of the, obviously, the was it top two? Are you both top two? Or is it one and no, Baltimore of second, New England of third. Wow, which that, is that... ridiculous. Where New England were started mm. at one and three, then two and four. It it is utterly bonkers. I don't know how the NFL allowed this to like happen, like the rest of the teams, but. New England are in the phone team, and I'll say that there's only a few of the performances have been what I call yeah brilliant performances. Like the, the Cleveland Brown one was was stand out because battered them offense, defense, mm. and special teams. But I think that that you have to say Chargers, Panthers, and Falcons away. They were as I say that they just couldn't deal with the defense. The offense were basically not getting out of second gear. So the the, the Titans one, I'm expecting a big performance like. Because they have to bounce back after that shocker against the Texans. 
it will be tight. But without, as I say, Julio Jones on IR, Derek Henry on IR, their defence, as I say, can be inconsistent. I think Patriots will just have enough, but it's going to be a really tight game. And Bill Belichick still hasn't beaten Mike Vrabel, and it's a perfect opportunity to end that dodgy run. So, and it, and we're playing better in Foxborough than we were certainly at the start of the season. So, it'll be a tight one, don't get it wrong, but I expect us, with our, with our linebackers, especially on fire, 27-20. Uh, yeah, I've gone 31 23 to Noon the Patriots. Um, you're not better check out anymore, then, though. No? Just I don't know about that. Josh McDaniel's out, and it's like 40 or 40 points. And you know, you know, your pages never did that before. The back to back 40 points at home that, that was a ridiculous that, wasn't it? But well played, Cleveland and the Jets for land that's happened. Br- brilliant, brilliant teams, brilliant teams. The Clowns <laughs> and uh, and the Jets, who'd have thought, who'd have thought it five, six years ago when we first did this? Um. Next, we've got a massive AFC North clash. The Pittsburgh Steelers travel to the Cincinnati Bengals, um, and the Bengals are going to sweep them. I've gone for a 24-17. I think they've just got, I mean, when I say just got enough, they've got more than enough to beat this team on offense. They've got more than enough to beat this team on defense, minus TJ Watt. Um, and Fitzpatrick, uh, Mika Fitzpatrick, Mika Fitz, somewhere, whatever his name is. Um, they've got more than enough to beat, to beat the uh, Steelers. I've gone 24-17. Um, but I think Steelers gave everything they possibly could in that fourth quarter against the Chargers. But I don't think they'll. I, th- I think they'll start really slowly this game, and then it'll be too far away from them. Um, but I'll give them a couple of touchdowns near the end to make it look respectable. Uh, but yeah, 20, 24-17 Bengals. Big shout! I, I reckon it'll be actually an entertaining match. I don't know if I've fallen for the trap because it's the Chargers who are sensational offensively, but just cannot defend to save their lives. But I've gone thirty-five, thirty-two to Bengals. Same difference is that this is another one we have to put in the we just don't know category because yep. you look at the Bengals, absolutely sensational in Baltimore, one of the best performances I've seen a Cincinnati team play. And then mm. that performance against Cleveland was wow, was yeah. that bad. So you just don't know. And but this would be typical Bengals if they lost this one about showing up. It really would because it was an opportunity to sweep Pittsburgh, who are basically on the ropes and then you could pretty much rule them out of playoff contention if they lose this one. So it's a tough one to call, but the Bengals with that offense should be seen off the Steelers, but the Steelers are also a team they never seem to go away. Like they're always there in their backs. You look at it every season, think how. So I'm going for 35 30, but this could be anything, and we could be totally wrong. Like I feel we're going to be for most of these games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could be wrong in this game as well. It's the last game of the uh, early day or early window, oh, even. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars welcome the Atlanta Falcons. Um, I mean, I've gone Falcons because I th- when they went to the Dolphins, they got a last-minute field goal. I think when they played the Saints, they got a last-minute field goal. So I feel like they're going to go to Jacksonville, another poor team, get a late field goal uh, from 20 yards because you can't do any more than that um, you know, in the of the season. Um, and yeah, 23-20 against the Jaguars. I think 20 is too nice to the Jaguars. But again, you never know because I keep thinking, whenever I think now Jack make the Jaguars prediction, I always think, oh, the Bills game. Yeah, that's exactly. Just, yeah, you've like, hit oh, the nail. That's, that's the reason that I've gone for the Jaguars to win this one 13 10 because, of course, I should have been uh, like fast asleep, but Thursday night football's on my mind. So I was like, like awake watching it. And the Falcons offensively were so poor. The O lines gave Matt Ryan nothing. And in the end, he was just making ridiculous throws so far over like Kyle Pitt's head that basically Devin McCauley was making catches and wide receivers should. And then you turn it off. They then 
I turned it off thinking, oh, job done. It's like literally got a true clock for a minute. And then they throw a pick stick and another interception with two different quarterbacks. You think, what on earth is going on in Atlanta? And they're doing such disarray at the moment. I think, can they raise themselves for the Jaguars? But then the Jaguars are such a bad team. Again, I just don't know. Right? But again, need the points. So maybe this is one where Jaguars somehow get another win in America. Who knows? But 13-10. Moving into the late window, we have got a massive AFC West clash. We've got the LA Chargers who travel to the Denver Bronco, Teddy Bridgewater against Justin Herbert, 9.05 p.m. kickoff UK time. I, I think I've gone back onto the uh, Chargers hype and I've backed them. Um, 33.27, I've gone the Chargers, uh, although obviously the Broncos have made a couple of... Um, well, held back positions at wide receiver. They've they put so much money into it. I think sixty million Curtin Sutton deal, and then the other was it Patrick Sertain got a forty million pound, uh, forty million dollar deal as well. Um, so obviously, you clearly think they're the two wide receivers going forward. Um, but he's still got as a second year wide out Jerry Judy as well. I, I have gone for a very similar scoreline to you. I've gone for the Chargers to win this one, thirty four twenty eight. But again, I'm putting this in the I don't know category because. Yeah. The Chargers, as we, we know what they're capable of offensively, and we know how bad things are going through defensively. However, this is a huge game, and will Mole High live up to its tradition of being in such a difficult place to go in a pressure game? And this is a pressure game for Justin Herbert because of the little wobble the Chargers had against like the Patriots, etc. This is a, like, a must-win to, to literally keep up their playoff charge. But I think they'll just not add too much, as I say, because I think even when they're blowing the lead and they look like that the game's gone. He could just throw it down the field to either Keenan Allen or more so this season, really, Mike Williams. So I think it'll, it'll be a, quite an entertaining game. So I'm going 34-28 Chargers. Yeah, Austin Eckler, I promise I won't leave him on my bench for the next game. But then if then if I bring Austin Eckler in, he's going to be rubbish. It's like when I left when I left Keenan Allen out, he then played well. When I put him in, he gets like 10. Oh, to be a fantasy. <laughs> oh, to be a fantasy owner. Next, we've got a very well, actually, we've got a couple of really interesting games. Um, LA Rams uh, travel to uh, Lambeau Field in November, 9.25 p.m. kickoff, Green Bay Packers. I've gone Green Bay to edge this, um, but I still think the Rams... Uh, so it's weird, because obviously Odell Beckham Jr. was going to sign for Green Bay, but he opted to go to uh, the LA Rams um, to get paid in Bitcoin. Um, random stat, but or random fact even. So yeah, I mean, I've gone, I've gone Green Bay to edge it out. They're at home. It's late, uh, late in the season. We're getting to to the business end of the season. Freezing colds, very different to what LA uh, Rams players would be used to. Uh, so yeah, twenty seven, twenty three. Aaron Rodgers doing Rodgers does at home when he gets to the business end, he wins games, and um, I see it no different. So twenty seven, twenty three. Yeah, Green Bay Packers. See, I don't think it'll be that close. I reckon the Green Bay Packers will win this one 31-17. I think this wow. game's got San Francisco vibes to it. I really do. I think that the, the Rams' performances in recent times before the bye week were a big concern. I think the fact that Matt Stafford is not making the throws he was earlier in the season, the O-line seems to be collapsing, where good defence are putting pressure on, and the Green Bay defence at home can be a nightmare to face. And I think apart from Cooper Cup, that Rick and he's just too difficult to cover, but you, they're not going to go to him every single play. 
I mean, is the running back of the, the Henderson and Michelle enough to win at Lambeau Field? Wow. I don't think so. OBJ, has he really learned all the key plays in the round playbook over a bye week? I don't think so. And I think they're a team under pressure. You think about it, if they're supposed to be the favourites because of the, the star-studded lineup they've got, three on a trot, there's got to be big questions of, let's say, the ownership, uh, Sean Bay, and, of course, Matthew Stafford. Because you think, well, what's the excuses? You're not in the Lions anymore, and you're still picking up uh, opposition players. So, yeah, I think this could be another worrying loss for the Rams. I don't see how they win this one. I was thinking that as well. And, and I agree with Packers' defence, for me, has been miles better than LA Rams' defence. Obviously, Rams have star-studded people on their on their roster, whereas Green Bay don't really have many. And they've also got Kevin King. So, the, amazingly, how they've been performing with that, um, that as in Kevin King, uh, in their team. Um, yeah, they've done very, very well at Green Bay Packers defensively. But um, I'm surprised you've gone that far, that, that, to blow it up. I no, think... Yeah, well, I think what, what you've what you got to just look at is that I think you have to say the the Packers are still comfortably ahead of the 49ers, and the 49ers absolutely obliterated the Rams, didn't they? It's just it's just getting the key turnovers and keeping Matthew Stafford off the field, and yeah, that's I what think, 49ers did. I think Packers would do exactly the same. Yeah, I think Robert Woods has actually been a massive loss to, to the LA Rams. I don't think he gets enough yeah. credit with Cooper. Yeah, I, I don't think he gets targeted enough as he should, but it's mm. them targets he does. So it'll be Cooper Cup would make say three, four catches on the drive, and then it'll be Robert Woods who. Stafford would find in the end zone. So to have that miss it, missing, and then as they to let as they um to Sean Jackson, they let go yeah. as well. So as well, you know, Ryan Van Jefferson, you know, it's the odd like catch like they there. There's definitely areas of concern. And like I said, he'd be a tight end as well. I'm not convinced yet. So yeah, I don't think everything's as rosy at LA as people think it is. No. Interesting game. We'll move on to the 49ers. They welcome the Minnesota Vikings. Earlier on the show, we said it would be between X amount of teams uh, for the NFL, uh, NFC playoffs. Um, Minnesota Vikings and 49ers were the two teams that we've both put forward. They now face each other um, at 9.25pm uh, UK time. Uh, I've gone for the Vikings. They love an overtime, the Minnesota Vikings. I've gone 30-24 over the 49ers. 49ers are definitely improving, but I just think if you look on paper what the Vikings have, offensively, defensively, and special teams, they should go to these places and win if they're a serious contender. I've backed them because obviously uh, my love affair with Kirk Cousins. Um, so, yeah, I think he's a better quarterback than Jimmy G. Um, and I think minus tight end, they've, they've got a better, much better roster than what the 49ers have. I know Debo Samuel's been amazing, but he can't win it all himself. Yeah, well, this is the thing. I mean, luckily, they didn't need to use him as much because mm. it's Jacksonville as well. So they were starting to give, uh, give the ball more to Brandon Ayuk. So a shrewd fantasy shout from your point of view, Jamie. But yeah, I agree with you that from the point of view, the Vikings should go and win. But the amount of times that the Vikings, when the expectancy's there, they, they don't show up. And obviously, yes, the Green Bay win was huge as well. But as I say, going to obviously Northern California, San Francisco, how cold and wet it is there, end of November, beginning of December. I know being there that you go from literally sunny LA and San Diego and up there, and it's like being a different country. The weather difference is shocking. So make sure you have a jacket with you if you ever go there. And if you're even if you're American, because a lot of them don't even know like the weather in their own country. But yeah, I just think that the 49ers are, are, are in, in form. As well, and defensively, they've been a lot better. So, this is a game that could go either way, but I'm back in the 49ers just 28 24. 
Cleveland Browns. Uh, oh, well, actually, let me restart that. Got to make it Sunday night football. Sunday night football. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Uh, the Sunday night football. <laughs> That's not a very good one. Oh, well. Uh, Baltimore Ravens welcome the uh, Cleveland Browns. Uh, no one wants to watch the Browns on prime time. And after looking at the Ravens' struggle against the Bears, no one really wants to watch the Ravens either. So they put it all on there. Um, I've gone, obviously, Ravens 24-16. Browns, I don't think they're going to win another game this season. I think they're such a bad team. Um, the clowns are back. It's been it's been a many years since they've won sixteen <laughs> days, but they are back, and I love it. Um, yeah, a, a loss, a loss, a massive AFC North game. They lose this. They're out of player contention, uh, and that's it. Ravens uh, will win twenty four sixteen. Yeah, I think it will be close because I just think the right the Ravens have had their inconsistency too, but they are simply just a better team than the Cleveland Browns. As I say, Baker Mayfield, can you trust him prime time? No, as well. I think if the Raymond defence can keep uh, Chubb quiet, then you're relying on Baker to throw the ball. And even the Lions had fun against the Browns. It's it like, But Baker Mayfield's just simply not good enough. I, I, don't, I don't get the defence. You really don't. I think you, you no fan base can surely be confident with him in the playoffs. And mm. the fact that they nearly won in Arrowhead, or, or, and should have, shouldn't they? Should have won. Was yeah. A miracle. But it's one of them that I think it could be close, but the Ravens, I think they seem to fly away in tight games. So, yeah, 2017, and that will strengthen their case. And I think that pretty much if results go their way, that make them number one seed in the AFC. Yeah. So, for those chasing the AFC, number one seed, which, of course, is the only one that you get a bye, it, uh, I think you're, you're backing the Browns, but, God, that really is saying a lot. And if you're back, if you're relying on the Browns to do you a favour, good grief. Yeah, Baker Mayfield also uh, criticised uh, his own fans, uh, Browns fans, for booing him in the in their last game at home. So he was like, "Oh, but they they cheered me last time." Well, that's not really the way to do it. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, we shall see. Moving on to Monday Night Football, the last game of our preview week, we have. Do you know what, UK fans? Don't worry about it. Go to bed. Um, it, <laughs> It's one that they just had to put it on because they got to give them a prime time slot for the season. Uh, it's one fifteen a.m. You're not going to stay up and watch this. Uh, Seahawks, Washington. Um, wow. Yeah, don't worry about it. Um, Seahawks. I don't know what they are anymore. Uh, I've got no idea if, if Russell. They really, they are a bang average team. I think. Yeah. They're no sugarcoating, and I think that why you think why is Pete Carroll doing a job. Yeah, um, injuries is what people are just going to say, aren't they? Yeah, but I'm not being fair. Their defence hasn't been good for at least five, six seasons. They had their time in really 2013, 2014. Then they, then they made the worst play call in history and they've not come close since, have they? And I think that they've been living off Russell Wilson doing magic plays to fluke wins in the past where he would launch it to the likes of Lockett, DK Metcalf, but... They were abysmal against the Cardinals team, which have been injury hit. You think no Hopkins, no Murray, and the Cardinals won that easy. And yeah. um, as I say, and I think with the Seahawks, again, as well, uh, Green Bay were abysmal. And I think the only reason that I've got, reckon this will be a close game is that just because Washington can't play that well again like they did in Carolina. But defensively, I think that it, I, I think Heineken will actually have a pretty average game, but it will come down to the fact that that Washington defense will force turnovers off Seattle because Seattle have just been dreadful this season. I think they've been one of the worst teams to watch this season. 
Yeah, I mean, they've got obviously DK Metcalf, Tyler Lock, uh, but there's just nothing else like the running game. Again, the running game's been poor for about four or five yeah, years they, now. They, like, yeah, they, can't Chris, they can't keep uh, Chris Carson fit, so they need yeah. to move on. But even he's not good enough. Like he, he has never yeah. been. He's never been good enough. Like he's not. He's not a Marshall Lynch. That's 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 you know the last good running back they had. Not when he come back out of retirement, but when he actually yeah wasn't eating skills. That, that was embarrassing as well because that showed you how desperate Seattle were, weren't they? For yeah, just for that one playoff game. Uh, Pete Carroll signed a uh, contract extension until twenty twenty five um, last November. Oh, last November. Yeah. Imagine if it was like last mad. week. <laughs> yeah, twenty twenty five. I mean. Contracts do mean nothing um, nowadays anyway. but It means you'll get more of a payoff, won't it? The play calling is just simply not good enough. He's like, And he's cut the cord on us as well. He needs to reassess that because they're clearly not making the right plays because Seattle, as I say, I think are quite an e- easy team to face defensively now. Uh, I've got Washington 23-16. That is the preview and, and little me review show. That is our Thanksgiving special. Um, what are you going to do for Thanksgiving, Adam? My thanks for everything is going to be working and watching the Bears v Lions. So I'm living the dream. What about yourself? Uh, I've got the day off just to watch the Bears against the Lions. So <laughs> I, I, I you knew that all, all those weeks ago. Here you <laughs> Load of rubbish. Get some wings in. Get Make some it wings. truly American. Yeah, yeah, I might actually get some wings. Though. I can imagine watching that. <laughs> you but know we're going to we got we're all going to be watching it and we'll be messaging each other talking about it predictions after 164 games uh, Brad is last with 95 uh, Adam you're, you're third with 96 uh, Bleacher Report has 99 and uh, yours truly has 101 out of 164 um, so yeah it's all to play for still just it can't get away yeah I, we, I think the only way that some are going to win is if you have another week where you only get five we need another week one performance. This could be the week. Um, unless I think... yeah, well, the thing is, it could, we could all end up on five because the it, 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 NFL's have been so unpredictable last few weeks. I really can't just call it all at the moment. And and the thing is, you've got, you've got a real combination of games this week, haven't you, where some are going to be really high stand, but some look absolutely dreadful. There's at least three, four shockers in there, aren't there? We'll see you all next week. Have a good Thanksgiving. And, uh, Happy yeah. Thanksgiving. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.